Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to a very special Happy New Year edition of Wings, Beers, and Tears. Cheers, gentlemen. Happy New Year. It is officially 2020. We are in the throes of NFL playoff time. College football playoff was very exciting this past weekend. The championship game is a a week away, and we have breaking Redskins news, so let's just get right into it tonight. This is Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. I am Todd, joined, as always, by Jeremy. How's everybody doing? Happy New Year, boys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, let's set the table and get right into it. So, this past weekend was the final regular season weekend for the NFL. Uh, with that comes what is deemed Black Monday. So on the Monday following the last day, the bottom few teams in the league tend to purge their coaching staffs and kind of start from scratch. And our Washington Redskins were at the top of that list. Shockingly, I'm going to say they actually were at the forefront of Black Monday in that they purged Jay Gruden midseason. Bill Callahan was simply a placeholder. And with that came the rumors and then the ultimate hiring of one, Ron Rivera. They didn't even really fire Callahan. They're just like, yep, we're just going to stop paying him and yes. he turns into stapler and all that good stuff. Exactly. They basically made no announcement. Of no, no, not, none whatsoever. Um, and uh, I'm sure it had zero affect from him because nothing affects him. Uh, so, Bill Callahan, thank you for your service. You made uh, this roster more organized. Uh, you clearly... Uh, have a knack for being the most boring guy in the NFL. Um, but with that comes a little bit of stability. <laughs> and uh, and so we move into the Ron Rivera era. Say that three times fast, Jerry. So today they ushered in this new era with the press conference. Now Brown Cow. Now, now Brown Cow. So I will get to that in a second, but uh, uh, definitely some Ron Burgundy crossover here. But uh, So here is where we currently stand with the Washington Redskins. Five teams had coaching vacancies as of Monday morning. Only one of them has filled them to date. That is the Redskins. Hired Ron Rivera, who immediately announced that uh, he got his defensive coordinator of choice, who I think is a pretty damn good pick. Jeremy, what do you think? Might even be more important than Rivera himself. I completely agree. Um, like the Rivera hire, Del Rio's just just as if not more important. Yeah. That guy just you know does damage. On well, defense. you know, it's funny. Usually the head coach comes after an executive is hired, right? So here, let's start everything off, and I'm going to throw this to Jerry. Which is better, the hiring of Rivera, a very established competent NFL head coach or the fact that Bruce Allen isn't around because his ass got fired. Thank Christ. The wicked witch is dead. I am so happy. Bruce Allen's gone. Oh, it's, um, it's amazing. I actually felt better when they said he was officially fired. Right. There were, there was some talk. He was going to stay I know. on for some, I had a little hop in my stupid. step the day they said he was fired. That's terrible. Well, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but accurate. If Bruce, Auer, if Bruce Allen is fired, but nothing changes then we're just going to get another Bruce Allen because he was simply a mouthpiece for Dan Snyder. He was taking bullets for Dan Snyder. Sure. It's not like this guy was running rogue and making decisions on his own. He, he comes off as a douche and it's because he is a douche and an arrogant asshole. (laughs) And he's an arrogant asshole. (laughs) He's just a mouthpiece for the owner. He is. And the owner still. Right. I thought they made a mistake because the only way the Redskins are ever going to be successful is if you can cut Dan Snyder out of the equation and you can hire somebody to run your team, team president, GM, whatever, that will tell him to go away and not get it interfere. And if you can do that, and you can have football people making football decisions rather than marketing decisions, then you have a chance. They didn't do that. No. Um, 
So, so that brings it back. So yeah. it, it's a it's a net positive that Bruce Allen is going. Well, I mean, that's the trend now. The trend now in Buffalo is you hired your coach and then you hire the GM. Yeah, Buffalo, right. San Fran did San it. San Fran did it with Shanahan Another playoff team did it too. I'm not sure which. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so, and I and I think Cleveland's going to do that. I think you're so right. So it is the trend. Um, but in this aspect, with this owner, I think it. I would have rather seen it a different way. I would have rather them hire somebody who's a badass who comes in and then picks the coach. Sure. Um, as far as the yeah. coaching hire goes, then, are you pleased with it? Do you think he's... He's fine. Yeah. I mean, he's he, he's fine. He's a, he's a good man, a good coach. He's a good disciplinarian. I think he'll bring in toughness, which Jay Gruden didn't have. Yeah. He'll bring an organization, which Jay Gruden didn't yep. have. Um, and I think he brought Jack Del Rio, which Jay Gruden couldn't bring. Boom. I mean, we, had, we had Greg Minuski when... <laughs> You know, well, and that came down to that. That basically, there were two or three guys that kind of wanted that job, the DC job last year. They're like, "Well, I'm in this interview, and the DC's in the room, so I don't know what the fuck's going on." Right. So I, right. I can't come here. I have no idea what's going on here. Right. And I think so. I think Del Rio, uh, and we can get into sort of his stats and history if you want to. But I mean, he's solid. Rivera's solid. You're going to get a lot tougher. Yep. Uh, they're switching to the four three, which thank God brings a lot of. I mean, what do you do with some of your guys? Um, but it you mean some of the guys that were the worst defense in the NFL? Who fucking cares? Well, I mean, they need to purge some of those what assholes. What are you going to do with Ionitis? Where does he play? Tackle or end? Where does Payne play? Tackle right. or end? Right. Where does Allen play? Tackle or end? Where? Do, I mean, settles a tackle. Uh, what do you do with Kerrigan? Where does Sweat go? Um, Kerrigan, bye. Love you, but bye bye. Right. Get on out of here. Uh, um, but it, but, it, but it, I mean, I, I'm I'm in favor of it. First of all. Your base defense is run about 15, no, nah, maybe not, maybe about 30% of the time. The rest of the time, packages, so yep. it, it doesn't matter if you're really a 4-3 or 3-4. Yeah. Um, but how can you generate pressure on the quarterback, I think, is the biggest thing. And Del Rio I, has always has a reputation of being innovative. Yeah, so Del Rio's defenses are, I, I read a stat, his last 10 defensive coordinator years, they've been top 10, eight out of those 10 years. Yeah, and I think like top five in yards against yeah. or something like that. I mean, They're top five in yards against or points against every and, one of those and, years. And it's not like he's been at like, you know, the Jets every year, you know, like the who's who of like good, solid, old school defenses. Right. I mean, he'll take over a team that was 20th and he'll get them to seventh. Yep. Uh, guy knows what the fuck he's I doing. I think he took over a few that were in the Redskins position. I, I, I think you're right. Into top five. Yeah, he's done I, that. No, I think you're right. And like Jerry said, Rivera, I think the word stability comes to mind with him. There's nothing flashy there, but all 48 guys that suit up on Sunday are going to be really tough. And if they're not, they're not going to play. And they're not going to be on the, t- on the squad the next week. I mean, he is old school in that regard. But I don't think... But at the same time, he appears to be a player's coach, if, if mm-hmm. you know, we can use that term as well. So he's, he's a rare breed in that he has the disciplinary side of it. But the players that play for him say that those were the best years of their lives. So well, it's, he, yeah, he would include himself in that group. It's, it's not yeah. just about the players or the coaches. It's everybody together. Right. And he's going to be that disciplinarian within that, that group in that context. So I don't know how... I don't know how this story ends because with the Redskins, there's so much drama that always seems to occur. So who knows what road we're going to go down. But as far as bringing in some stability, something consistent, they have done that with the hire of Rivera, the purging of Bruce Allen. That's like a, a again, that's like a, a, a two point pickup, <laughs> you know, a two point swing. And uh, and getting Del Rio on board right away means Rivera's not fucking around. Yep. He's he's assembling a staff that that's going to work hard from the top down. And Jerry made a bunch of good points, but I want to I don't want to disagree with one of them, but I want to guess. Oh, I think you in. should yeah. vehemently it's more, it's get him fired a, up. A pile on, or maybe something <laughs> wasn't quite addressed. Yeah, you want to bring in some, you know 
badass, you know, uh, I can't even think of the right uh, personnel guy, but that guy's not going to work for Snyder right now because because he, he's going to say fuck you. I'm not taking. I'm not working for you. Right. I don't think you're going to find that guy. I think Rivera is going to basically be the last man. You know, the, the, the buck stops with him. He just said what he said in the interview today. I know we, we haven't really brought it up yet, but that oh, well, you know, everything will be by a committee, and we'll, you, know, you know, any final decision that we need made by someone else will be made by Snyder. Uh, I, I think what he means that, by that—that's why we—that's yeah, where—that's no, where he will lose me. But, but I think what he means by that is we're not going to let any decision get to Snyder. We will figure it out, and we will tell him what we are doing. We will never get to a point where we have to ask him for his advice. I, I hope you're right. I uh, so we'll get into the press conference here in just a minute. Um, Jerry is spot on. He's been spot on all year, regardless of what you do, getting rid of Allen. We said that that was the first domino that had to fall. It fell. You had to get somebody in here who was competent. You got Rivera. So we've already checked two boxes. Snyder is the ultimate problem, right? Yep, he is absolutely. He is the puppet master, but he can't go anywhere. Right. He's, and he's not going to go anywhere. We can't force him to. Right. And as, as much as it would be great for somebody to send down an Urban Meyer clone and have him walk in and go, fuck you, get on your yacht and leave me alone for two years, it's simply not going to happen. Right. So the only way for this team to be successful is for a guy who has a strong coaching personality, the buck stops with him, he takes ownership, who says, give me the, these guys and these parts and pieces that I need, and he can go out and will them to 10 or 11 wins. Mm-hmm. That's the only way this team's going to be successful. It's almost going to be despite Snyder, not because of him. And that's the reality. Yeah, absolutely. So when he said in his press conference and, and maybe post-press conference interviews that it's a collaborative decision, it's a committee decision, and when they need – when they have disagreements, and they need, call it was the post yeah, uh, They need tiebreakers. Basically, they're going to bring in Snyder, which made that. everybody flip out. Yep. yep. So the worst thing he could have said was that. Um, I think it's because he just didn't understand. He doesn't understand what this fan base really goes through in terms of dance because he doesn't give a shit about. Why yeah, he, told, you know, right. He doesn't get the vitriol for him. He sees the businessman that wrote up a beautiful contract and wind and dined. Right. Him. Yeah. And Dan, Dan Snyder, to his credit. At the press conference today, said we have <laughs> a head coach. Yeah, other than that, I mean, he was he may have been drunk, but the smartest thing he said was, the smartest thing he said was, we have a head coach and it's his team and it's you know he makes a decision. The yep. buck, the basically the buck ends with him. Yep. And that's what he needed to say. I don't know if that's true, but that's what he needed to say to appease everybody. He did. And what Ron Rivera didn't get was the memo where he needs to say that too. Right. Because that's what everybody wants to hear. Right. One is Bruce Snyder's gone, or Dan Snyder, no, Bruce Allen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bruce Allen is gone. Jerry is so happy. Jerry just used the app where he put like somebody's head on somebody else's right. body and just morphed them all together. The first thing this fan base wants to hear is Bruce Allen's gone. The second thing is, I'm making the decision. The buck stops with me. I'm not consulting Dan Snyder. That's what you need to say, even if it's not true, because that's what people want to hear. Right. So he, he didn't get the memo on that. The second or there thing, was some fine print at the bottom of the contract right. that said, you technically have all the power. Can you please tell the people I'm still relevant? No, no I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't yeah. think Dan Snyder wants that being no. said. But he was, I think he was just being deferential, and I, I really believe that he will not let any decisions get to Snyder. So the second thing that bothers me is that he hasn't hired Kevin O'Connell, which I don't understand why. And part of that is because he also, I would have preferred him to say, Dwayne Haskins is our guy. Dwayne Haskins is our guy. We're going to roll with him. I've seen enough. I've met him. 
and he didn't. He nope. said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna wait and see." Because that's it, that old school mentality. That fuck that that's so stupid. Can I, I don't disagree imagine? with you, but I'm saying he. I just lauded his old school stability mentality, but that is one of the downsides. Is it's the good old boy network, and they're not going to commit to anybody. Can you imagine the clusterfuck that will happen if Alex Smith is allowed to be on this team? Can well, you imagine the clusterfuck that but, will happen? But he is. You he are going. You need to cut his ass immediately, and you need to go. Yes, you can. Cap, cap will kill. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. He, you're paying him either way. The cap hits the same. If he plays, he gets no, paid. And it's, I think if you cut him now, you've paid you got to get rid of his ass because you, you are going to stunt Dwayne Haskins. That's the worst thing well, you can do. He's not going to be ready. So this, it doesn't really matter. You can. The worst thing you can do for this franchise is to not. To make Dwayne Haskins think he is not the guy going forward, and you're not treating him as the guy going forward. That's the worst thing for this organization. And he's falling into this bullshit, oh, we haven't decided our good. We'll play the best. Fuck that shit, dude. You hire Kevin O'Connell, you hire, you tell Dwayne Haskins he's the guy, and you let him fucking have an offseason with confidence. Otherwise, you're going to fucking stun his growth, and next year's going to suck. Mark my fucking words. <laughs> Mark my fucking words, Ron Rivera. You fucked the press conference up in that regard. This bullshit about, oh, we, we're going to play the best guy ever. What the fuck? We're going to have Colt McCoy again? Jesus Christ, morons. Jerry, Doesn't anybody learn? If I had known that rant was coming, I would have asked for you to invite the clerk from the circuit court that you're prepping for to come in and, and go ahead and just take I mean, that all down on a ledger. Fucking that's fucking brilliant. Do. You well, bring I mean, Alex Smith in the room. <laughs> you bring Alex Smith in the room. You are setting him back He's been in the, room. He was in the room all year. But he's not playing. He won't be next year. He's not going to yes, be ready. He, he wants to. He wants to, but he's not going to be ready. You got to cut that shit off right now. Yeah. That's my guy. If Alex, wants they to damn near him, had to cut off his leg. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I, I don't. I, you guys are. If you don't think I'm right, you're wrong. I, I do think you're right. I don't, I don't think you're right. I, no, I, I, if okay, I believe, I believe that you have to give a young quarterback tools around them. <clears throat> and and you got to give them the keys to the car if you're going to trust them to drive eventually. It's what the Ravens ended up yeah. doing with Jackson yeah. when they decided, right. fuck it, we're all in on Lamar. We're all we're in going on to you, build a, 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 an offense around you, and here you go. Um, they did it in – they're doing it in Arizona right now with, with Kyler Murray. And they're going, you know what? We know you're going to throw 20 picks, but – you're also probably going to throw 30, 30 touches. You're going to run. Daniel Jones. They're, they're doing it with Daniel Jones. I do agree with that mentality. And that was the only reservation I had when they hired Rivera is I go, this guy's fucking awesome. He is, he, his preparation second to none, the, the respect that he commands from veterans and rookies alike is just off the charts good. It's somebody the Redskins really haven't had since the very first iteration of yeah. Gibbs. And I mean, me, seriously. Let me just clarify. If what, if what, if that happens, you're 100% right. I just don't think that's actually going to happen. You mean Alex Smith getting in the way of stunning right. his growth? Yes. I think eventually Haskins emerges as the starter for a number of reasons. Number one, Smith really only has one leg. Right. Uh, number two, Colt McCoy is never going to be healthy. Number three, Case Keenum sucks, and well, he's a very yeah. average backup veteran. Apparently, McCoy wants out of here. I mean, he, he didn't even come back to town. He stayed in Texas. He wants no part of this. Was he ever in town? I don't blame him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't blame him either. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Yeah, no, he can he can latch on somewhere as, you know, a training camp guy who emerges for somebody that needs, you know, with the attrition that happens with quarterbacks. Borderline two, three, and bingo. Backup after exactly right. Got hurt. Yeah. You know, um Keenum can do the same thing. Yeah. I I'm I'm not I'm not too concerned. Haskins will emerge barring a catastrophic injury. Right. I mean I, I think But I but I get what you're saying. PR wise. Yeah, if that happens, yeah, you're hundred yeah, percent. I, I right. would have been 
I would have been better if he'd have just said, let's, I, I don't know personnel right now. I've been here 48 hours. I've met Dwayne. Seems like a nice kid. Hopefully we can work. He, he needs to work hard in the offseason, and we'll go from there. So the only thing that made me feel a little more positive um, and why I didn't fly off the handle quite, quite as much as you just did in that rant was he did say, remember, I was in Carolina. We had the number one overall pick. We took him, and we made a game plan for him, and we executed it. And he goes, my goal here is to get in, see our personnel, and make a game plan and execute it. So, yeah, agreed. From all accounts, Haskins started playing better when Kevin O'Connell was in full charge of the play calling, game planning, and everything. I agree with you. I think when retaining Callahan O'Connell is going to be key for Haskins' and, growth. And I, so I was disappointed that wasn't announced today. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, what he's waiting for. Maybe Kevin O'Connell doesn't want to work for him. I don't well, know. Well, I think that's that may be part of it. It's not that he doesn't want to. It's just I think they're gonna, they want to talk and make sure they're on the same page before either one of them commits to anything. I mean, O'Connell's Didn't under they do yet. that today? I mean, I don't think they're done is my <clears> guess. I don't think it's going it to – it's not a half an hour thing. Um, but talk to him for fucking three hours. <laughs> Maybe they're doing that right now. I don't know. They're um, blowing each other. I don't know. I, I certainly hope. I certainly hope they retain O'Connell because he, he got Del Rio pretty quick. He did. <clears throat> I, I I do agree with you that retaining O'Connell is almost as important as you know getting Del Rio on board as quickly as he did because then you have an established OC with a pedigree, albeit a very young one, but it appears that especially the younger players really like his style. There's a reason some of the younger guys really flourished on this team in their offense. And most importantly, I mean, Dwayne does. Yeah. So you know, yeah, exactly. Like like Jerry just said, the comfort level when O'Connell could get him and, and grab his ear and, and usher him in, the difference in Haskins was immense. And then again, McLaurin, Sims, um, if Geis comes back and can play, I mean, you've got some serious young talent. Hey, you know? check this out. In 2002, when Jack Del Rio was hired in Carolina, they drafted Julius Peppers. Mm-hmm. In 2012, when he was hired as D.C. in uh, uh, Denver, they drafted Von Miller. Hmm. Now he's the D.C. in Washington, and who do they have the capability and potential of drafting? Mr. Chase Young. Chase fucking Young. Dude, they have to get him. I, I see all these morons saying, he didn't do anything against fucking you know, Clemson or whatever. They, yeah, they only, they they only beat the living shit out of Lawrence in the yeah. first quarter yeah, because they, they doubled Young they the whole game. I would only chipping. take him 99 times out of 100, probably. <laughs> the one being a trade down. I mean, well, that's where, that's where I'm going. But, but when you look at his... Um, sacks per game ratio. He is up there. Or I mean, if you just look at his sack, but <laughs> I think uh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think like he's up there with Clowney. Everybody else he pones in terms yeah. of sacks versus in amount of games he played, gotcha. including Bosa. Well, well you nailed it on that list. You Sweat. nailed it weeks ago before we even knew exactly what pick we were going to get. But with the number two pick, number two pick is actually ideal in this draft because oh, it's a, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect because Burrow is going to go number one. So Cincinnati will take Burrow unless somebody gives them. No, just, they're and, taking him. They, they have to, right? Unless somebody sells the mansion to them, they're taking Burrow. Which means that's. I, I off, think so. Yeah. Which means that's off the board. You already potentially have your young quarterback that you want to develop. See our previous conversation on Haskins. Young is the most impactful player right away on the board, and you called it, Jerry. When you're picking in the in the first round especially top 15, now number two, that motherfucker has to be drafted and has to start week impact. one. Start week one and have an impact. And the edge rushing position is so impactful in the NFL. Yeah. And now we have a DC that knows what he's doing and, and a head coach that knows what he's doing. And you basically go into the season, you know, again, with your new 4-3 with Sweat and Young as your 
Edge rushers. Yeah, your edge yep. rushers, period. But imagine this. For that. But the only caveat is the caveat. Caveat, yeah, is this. <laughs> caveat. Now, we, oh, now brown cow. Oh, now, now brown cow. <laughs> Let's say Burrow goes. Tua declares on Monday that he's going to the draft. His work, his uh, his medicals are not that bad in terms of. <laughs> well, good. He can no, I mean, flow, he, his, <laughs> his surgery's gone, uh, done. It's recovering good. His recovery's eight months. He's not going to start as a, as a um, rookie, but you know he's going to sit for maybe half a year, but he'll be ready to go. Miami wants Tua. They're worried about other people wanting Tua. Miami has the fifth pick, twenty fifth pick, and, and two second round picks and two third round picks. Hmm. So, I like where you're going with this, actually. So let's say, let's say they, you know, they do the due diligence on Chase Young, and for whatever reason, bad fit. They, they're just getting bad vibes. Maybe I, I don't know. For what, you know, something happens. Now they're in a position though, where they can say, "Hey, Miami or San Diego, or is anybody willing to trade the farm?" So in this? that case. So let's take Miami as a real-world example here. So you're, you're, the skin's at number two. Miami goes, they get on their hands and knees and go, oh, my God, we need Tua so badly. We need Tua so badly, we're going to give we're you – We're going to give you five and 25. Five, 25, and a second. And a second. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what the right? – that, that's what the ransom needs to be for right. that. But so, and that's according to the trade chart, value chart. That's about, not even enough. That's, no, well, that, <laughs> that's about 1,000, so that's what you need. Okay. Right? So you okay. need so you need you need five, twenty five, and sixty to get to two. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's say they do that. And for whatever reason they just didn't think Chase I mean a good player, really good player, has put you know, but they but he has some flaws we did you know, or he's not worth it. They drop down to five. Now they get the corner from Ohio State who was fucking awesome. That guy was Cl- that guy is that guy's tremendous. Or Judy. Or Judy, or right. the linebacker for Clemson, who's amazing. And he is amazing. He's an outside linebacker. He's amazing. Right? Yeah. Then you can go down to 25 and get some other Alabama wide receiver. Or how about a, uh, a tackle? Or a, t- or a tight end, or a tackle, or, or an edge rusher who's the mm-hmm. guy from Penn State or something. And now you actually have a second round pick. Right. So you, if you draft right, you can get three starters versus one starter. And you can't. You can only do that because you're in such a good yeah. position. Yeah. As much as I want Young, if if they can draft well and get three starters, you you have to do. You that. have to do it. Yeah. That's no, I agree with question. you. I but agree with you. But again, it takes it takes it the right dance partner on the right time. You got to hold the cards close to the vest. Well, um, but if you go to the combine, you do all the workouts, right? You see him, you meet him, and God damn, this dude is the next freaking Julius Peppers. You got to take mean, him. He's going to give me twelve sacks. Right but off yeah. the bat. I what did, what did, uh, go ahead, go what did Nick Bosa right. have this year? How many sacks did he have? Double digits. Yeah. He, he, I, I thought he was right around 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you think Chase Young's going to have the impact that Bosa has, I think you have to take if it. You, well, if, if, he's a, if he can get double-digit sacks, that's more valuable than any other position other than quarterback. Yeah. And I, yeah. I almost think that it's not going to be a decision. He will show himself to be that good. That's what I think, too. Or, or not. And he'll, it'll be easy. Well, I, I think he's going to show himself to be a badass. Yeah, and I, I agree. And that way, you don't, you don't even have a question because, you know, if there is a question, to me, there's no question that someone will want the second pick. That's not a question either. Oh, of so course. It's just up to of you course. what you're going to do. Right. Sweat, right. by all accounts, had a down year. Some of that was because he was a three-four, and they were dropping him, and that's what he can't do. Okay. And they let him rush the passer in the last game. He had two sacks. Mm. Yeah. So if you let him play the four-three defensive end and just go get the quarterback, right? You might. You have him and Chase Young on the sides collapsing with all that depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you could rotate Payne, Ionitis, Allen, Allen, 
those guys settle, mm-hmm. and you can keep them fresh in the fourth quarter along well, with the two ed- edge guys. The best teams have four guys in the middle. Exactly. Yep, so. yep. Yeah, you see other teams just running these big-ass linemen off the whole game, yeah. and they're all impactful, and you, and have, you go, no shit. You know? Two of those guys are a little more pass rush guys, so they'll maybe come in on third down or whatever sure, it is. Sure, But you've got four guys that can – you split it. Yep. It's just like, you know, having, you know – more than two, uh, one good D pair in hockey, you can split the split that workload. So, <clears throat> so obviously we're excited because they're moving in the right direction. Well, you know, Bruce Allen got fucking fired. I, the, the fact that Bruce Allen got fired, I would be just as excited Snyder, today. Or Dan Allen, or, or, or Dan, Dan Allen. Allen. <laughs> no, I mean I agree with you. It was a great start. It was a great. It had to be done for just to, to cleanse the soul. Well, and, and we said nothing is going to fucking matter until Allen's gone. Right. So, and he, now he's gone. So I mean, if you brought Ron Rivera in here and Bruce Allen was still your team president, I'd be like, well, oh, I'd be, I'd be furious, you know. Um, I'm interested to see what Rivera does with with pure actions because he seems to be, <clears throat> again, he seems nothing really seems to fluster him putting this coaching staff and roster together. He seems very confident in himself. And people were poo-pooing the uh, the press conference today, and they were saying, "Oh, Snyder's an idiot." And Rivera said he's he's no, going def- to defer to to Snyder, and 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 this this isn't what I wanted to hear. That's what I that's what I said. Okay, we've seen press conferences that have blown us away, and then we've gone three and three and fourteen again, or three and thirteen, or whatever. Three and fourteen. That's really impressive. <laughs> if anybody could do it, the fucking Redskins <laughs> could do it. That's for Christ's sake. Away. Not that's to what, it. Not to. <coughs> Not to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, go ahead. Jeremy. Well, you know, if RAP possibly, Jerry, but other than that, no. Um, I, I just, I know we are so overreactive because this organization has been so bad for so long. I just, again, Allen's gone. You, you know, one of the things that I was listening to as part of the post, um, you know, press conference interviews was apparently, and again, it's Dan Snyder, so who the hell knows, apparently he really took a look at other organizations and sort of reflected and saw what he's been doing wrong. This might only last a week that he'll actually change, but I think he actually learned from all these outside sources, I don't know if I'll figure out who they are, really, I think some people told him, because they don't work for him, you suck, you, what the hell are you doing? And he listened. We'll see what the impact is, but this Jerry, is a, Jerry's back from the dead, so go ahead, Jerry. This is a good start. It is a good start. Um, but we felt the same way with Schottenheimer. <clears throat> we felt the yep. same way with Shanahan. Yep. And Correct. it all fell apart when Snyder was so impatient. And and in in Schottenheimer's, uh, con, you know, he was won his last eight games and still got fired. But he wasn't he wasn't winning sexy enough to right. sell. You know, so he got fired. And then Shanahan, the owner, sided with the fucking rookie. Yep. You know, and and cut the balls off Shanahan. Yep. And whereas if he would just let him have let him coach. Our quarterback right now would be Kirk Cousins, and our coach would be Kyle Shanahan. Yep, and we'd be fucking pretty, pretty decent. So, I until that proves not to happen, um, I just think that on week eight, when we're not selling, we when the Redskins are half, <laughs> the stadium is half full, right, and not selling any fucking merchandise, I think Dan Snyder's going to get pissed, and when Ron Rivera <clears throat> um, pulls Haskins aside and said you're benched. And he runs to Dan Snyder and said, your boy and I went to Bullis, and this is bullshit. This is not what you promised me. That's when the rubber is going to meet the road. I could not agree with you more. You nailed it. It's a good start. But, you know, lest we be like Lucy and Charlie, or, you know, Charlie Brown and have Lucy take the ball away again, I, we know how this whole story is going to end with Dan Snyder, 
Snyder wielding his power. Right. The question is, does he, like Jeremy just said, everybody grows a little bit, right? Even so Jerry just, Jones has grown over the years. Yeah. Maybe into a bigger asshole, How but at least... How can he not understand <laughs> that he's a fucking terrible, like one of the worst owners in sports? I, I, I don't know. Um, again, maybe he has the magic mirror that says that he's the, the fairest well, of them all. Well, I have no idea. Well, he's always going to see that. But if he can understand that maybe he is great in a lot of ways, bullshit, but well, if he can think that, that's fine. But there are certain things he's been doing wrong. And if he can correct those, he'll be the greatest ever. He, he, you know, he, he brought the team back from nothing. Well, yeah, he put him there, but he brought him back, too. Yes, classic uh, Ernie Grunfeld. <laughs> Draft <laughs> shitty, but then get rid of the shitty players. <laughs> more shitty players. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, I mean, I have said for – I don't understand what he doesn't understand. If you win in this town with this team, you don't have to market. Dude. Everybody's – they the, come to you. The yes. callers after the, the press conference today, every other caller, HTTR – I'm I'm renewing my my tickets again. I couldn't be more excited. Like he actually got the right hire in terms of a, a legit guy. Yeah, but we do and this every c- time he hires somebody. Yeah, we do. we do. But he's but he is a marketing machine. To your point, if Rivera actually comes through on the field, gives us some stability. Oh my god! And they start. People, people will give be giving Ron Rivera uh, their firstborn. If absolutely. He, if he goes twelve and. Four. So his in his interview with Chad Dukes, he brought up Joe Gibbs twice, and he said as he was mulling over the various offers, he goes, "I actually went to Joe's house and we sat down and we That's talked." Right, he's done in Charlotte, you know, yeah. and did did all that kind of stuff or whatever. And I mean, immediately, like there was fifty thousand Redskins fans out there that perked up and they were like, "Oh my God, he likes Joe Gibbs. He's going to be the greatest coach ever." Like you know, I mean, that's the way this fan base is. You nailed it. All they all they got to do is come out and win the first two games, and I mean, it's going to be yeah, hail to right. the Redskins. And you know, so Jeremy, what do you want to see in the front office? I, if you had to pick, what would you like to say? We need someone who will have an, enough of an fu attitude to Snyder to carry through with my my prior point about they will not let decisions go to him. He will someone who will work with Rivera to make the decision. So again, nothing ever goes to Snyder. So I agree with you, but in order in order for that to happen, it's probably someone we've never heard of, and it's probably somebody that's worked with Rivera in the past. So, I think he Rivera well, has to hire that guy. Yeah, there's not, a not, guy I think. I mean, I think there was a guy in Carolina that he worked with that maybe he was like Gettleman's, like you know, underling or whatever when okay. he was there. Okay, that I don't think I think it was also fired or fired earlier this year hmm. that they're talking about bringing in. Okay, and I mean, my guess is he's going to talk to um, to Schaefer. And see if they get along, and if they do, they, that they, he, Schaefer may get you know a new contract because I guess he's his contract's up in May, so there you know there's obviously no guarantee. But isn't there. Schaefer more of a cap guy, Team president guy? Definitely. Okay, so he well, he's basically Bruce Allen Light, right? So he's the one that West helps to, to you know uh, draft the contracts, do do the the, the capologist work, make right. sure everything works, but. You know, if they bring player A and player B, and they say who should we sign based on acumen and, and, and ability. I don't think he really has a say in that. He's kind of like, yeah, I don't he, fucking care. He doesn't have that knowledge. <laughs> right. I don't think. I don't <laughs> they're, they're gonna, they got three years guaranteed at this cap hit, and I can right. put it into this box. You know, yeah. So that, that role, though, is very important in a cap league. Now, getting to the cap, for the first time in a long time, the Skins have money to spend. They do. Um, in the past, they have not spent it wisely. <laughs> so now we get to the player personnel part, like Jerry just said. 
I would love it to be Rivera and his right-hand man, and they basically are the heads of the snake making the personnel decisions. I have no problem with a coach having a ton of say in player personnel in this day's uh, NFL. But you need to have somebody that that's all they fucking do. I think Eric Schaefer's history. Um, <clears throat> he seems like, I mean, from all accounts, John Kime and J.P. Pinley say the guy is salt of the earth. Right. Really good at his job. But he's been part of the past, and mm-hmm. he's a Dan Snyder guy. Right. And I don't know if he's the guy who can stand up to Dan Snyder if he needs to. I don't think he. I, I mean, he's one of yeah. the boys. So. Right. I'll bring up our guy, you know, BMAC from the Caps. He basically, when he got interviewed, said, you've been doing it wrong. And if you don't like it, I'll go find another job. If you if you if you agree with me, I'm your man. And I don't know where Schaefer falls on that line. If he learned and learned what not to do, he might be the right guy. You know, that's a decent point because when McClellan was hired, everybody guy. went, "Oh, it's McPhee light." And the reality was, he loved McPhee and all that McPhee did right, but he had ideas to do a lot of yeah, shit different. Exactly, and you know, got us over the top. So, so I think there needs to be two hires. One is the GM. A traditional GM, uh, like an absolute player personnel, guy. actual player personnel yes, guy. Agree, and I uh, Dorsey's available from no, Cleveland. I think we have the guy we need. <laughs> <He> is <laughs> Kyle Smith? Okay, is a stud. Okay, I mean it's AJ Smith's son, mm-hmm. um, and he's been with the Redskins for a couple years, and he's been the one handling the drafts. And by all accounts, um, when they have allowed him to to do it, he had like in make final say. He um, is very intelligent, and I think he's the guy. Who can do the? I mean, apparently he. I mean, everybody raves about how hard he works, how diligent the boards are set up. Um, the he's got good command of the scouts. I think he's a player. I mean, he's groomed in it. His dad's AJ Smith, so he. This is all he's done. He's been right. groomed for it. Right. I don't think he's the guy you want to be the conduit between Dan Snyder and Armageddon. You know, right? You want you, you want somebody <clears throat> who can say. Um, Listen, Dan, we got this. There's disagreement right now, but stay away, um, and and we're we're going to work this out. We might have that guy just in Rivera. So if he can have two other, you know, again, that's where I'm saying I don't think he's doing this by himself by any means. I think the committee part was right, but that's what these guys were talking about now. Nothing to do with Snyder at all. I would fire Doug Williams. Yeah, as as painful as that is, I think. He, I think Doug he didn't Williams, really have a defined role. He had a title, honestly, but he didn't really have a role. Ask him, he doesn't know. Honestly, I think I, Doug, Doug. <laughs> I think Doug Williams is one of the leakers. Washington Redskins have a bad problem of people leaking shit out. They they do. So you they, think they should just clean house in the front? Well, that's what front, I said. Front office, yeah. Fire everybody. Right. You know, there was some thought that when this Schaefer thing came out, and he was actually working, and they thought he was fired. J.P. Findlay thought that it was a way for the Redskins to see who was leaking. They only told a few people huh. so they can see who was providing leaks so they can get rid of them. Interesting. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, they're putting the dye in the water looking for the crack. Been strangely, strangely quiet. I mean, Doug Williams has been strangely quiet. Nobody's talking about him. Mm-hmm. It's like he's the forgotten man. And I don't know if it's they're letting him go gracefully without, you know, a lot of uh, uproar. I mean, you, don't, you can't fire a legend like that. And a beloved player. Well, you know, you can see there. Maybe, right. maybe you let him resign. Maybe mm-hmm. you let him, you know, you, but you got to get him out of there, man. Cause well, he's, or you do what we were worried they were going to do with Allen and move him into alumni director or some shit. Right. He wouldn't hurt anybody there. Where Allen, you know, where Allen could still hurt but, you know, from But it, it, I have heard from different people. No, I don't fucking know. But I have heard from different people that when Doug 
feels disrespected, he will start talking. And that's what you can't have. You can't. Have, they got to stop these leaks. Right. They got to stop leaks, man, because that shit with Eric Schaefer, if he's fired and no one told him but it was still leaked out, and that shit with Scott McLuhan leaking out, mm-hmm. you got to stop that stuff, man. I mean, yeah. that you just makes you look terrible. Well, and and again, it starts with Snyder and it comes down from there. They don't really do anything right. For a team that prides itself on marketing and branding and, and printing money, they do a really shitty job of, of putting themselves up on a pedestal. Today's press conference is a prime example. Dan Snyder comes out and says, Happy Thanksgiving to start. What the fuck was that all about? Yeah, that's strange. I mean, I mean, I, seriously. So this, this is where Alan, I said. I hope it was just an inside joke that we don't get. And we don't. Um, care about. I hope it was on a teleprompter like Ron Burgundy style. Yeah. Style, you know, go, go fuck, fuck yourself, yourself, San Diego. You know, um, <laughs> that's that would have been funny. That, that's what I was kind of hoping. <laughs> but so that happens, and it's like, well, that's fucking bizarre. And then apparently Rivera was supposed to have a jersey, and he referenced they it. Couldn't find it, and they couldn't later. find it. <laughs> So he you know he's like yeah, and then here's this jersey with my name on it, and there's no jersey anywhere. And he didn't find it at some point. I saw it on Twitter. So yeah, so they found it later. But it's just the little shit like that. That, and again, I'm well, not going to jump all over it. But but it is systematic with the Washington Redskins that they are unable to put together a beginning to end finished product, whether it be a press conference, whether it be a hire, um, whether it be rolling out like a, a new identity with the front office. They just do things backwards. Well, look how excited. We are at least relatively excited about something so insignificant in terms of actually on the field at this point. That's so how, how far away that is how low the Titanic yeah, has sunk. Exactly. You know, and that's that's it's gross. I don't know. What to say. We're like, cool. We can still see part of the boat. <laughs> it's not sinking anymore. This is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I just looked on the Twitter, and apparently, Kevin O'Connell are still trying to work things out with. Uh, Rivera. So okay. they, they have met, they've spoken, and they're still working things out. Nobody knows what that means. Right. Well, well, I mean, let's hope for the best there. It could be back towards towards your rant. Maybe O'Connell is, wants to name Haskins the guy and Rivera's not ready to do that. Who knows? It, well, you're right. That That's a possibility. Speculation on speculation, I realize. One but. thing I, I did find encouraging is that uh, Rivera wants to talk to Trent Williams. Not, I don't know if that's encouraging is the right word because I still want Trent Williams well, traded because well, I he think said, he's a malcontent piece I of shit. I know what I want to say to him is what he said or yeah. something along those lines. I think he's a malcontent piece of shit, and I, I want to get a first-round pick for him, so fuck him. But you know hey, what? He, Marcus Johansson scored. Look at he's that. Also, <laughs> is that guy still alive? <laughs> um, he's also a, 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 you know, a top 10 Offensive tackle, yeah, and he's technically under contract, right? Oh, yeah, he's under. But yeah. he'll want more money, and he, uh, but when he course. doesn't get his way, he's a fucking mouth. He's a team cancer, and he'll bring everybody with him, including right. that other fat ass Morgan Moses. <laughs> if he's not holding somebody, I'm just kidding, Morgan. My name's Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I uh, again wrapping this all up in a, in a nice little tight package. They did exactly what had to be done. They got rid of Allen. They hired a legitimate coach. He immediately started with a top name, DC, and Jack Del Rio. So the parts are beginning to get come into place for us to have some sort of optimism, hopefully, going into the offseason and everything else. But, you know, this league is very humbling because the top can topple like that and the, and the, the you know, the bottom feeder teams can rise from the ashes the following year. I don't know that the skins have the pedigree to rise from the ashes, but... If they were to do so, it's probably with a guy like Rivera and, and Del Rio and stability. 
So they have the pedigree to be a bowl of shit. They do. Haven't they used do. that one in a while. So no, no, there. we haven't. Um, but it's going to be quite the eventful offseason. I hope it's more eventful with parsing free agent talk, draft talk, you know, positive. Did you, get, did you, you guys know. happen to see the Baylor game last night? Parts of it, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I saw the quarterback the, get drilled late. The coach for Baylor, who everybody's in love with, oh, yeah. rule, um, looks like he was auditioning for Game of Thrones. I don't know what the fuck he's wearing. That was a hell of an outfit. Did you see yeah. that shit? I didn't it was, see the it's like a green hoodie with, I swear, like this 1800s or 1500s even, like cloak. On it, and it's. It looked like a vest, but I'm not sure if it was a vest. It, it was, was very bizarre. The funniest fuck. I said, what and the, the game fuck? was indoors. Like I, I don't, I, I didn't really get that either. It's like a he's Tyrion cousin. I have no idea what. The so fuck his he name, like? right? So his name's getting thrown out there oh, for a bunch of the other time. vacancies, right? Yes. So I was expecting this um, guy he on the sideline. He turned down Cleveland. Yeah, and so, the Giants. Okay. So I was expecting to see, you know, your your typical top notch college coach, a la. Um, you know, Dabo or, you know, somebody in the, in the, uh, you know, even Cliff Kingsbury when he came out of Texas Tech, like somebody of that mold that looks the part, right? Mm-hmm. He looks like he's probably at your local Applebee's at the end of the bar ordering like his eighth, his eighth Miller Light and, uh, you know, eh, give me some more rib tips. Yeah, give me some more bottomless, boneless wings over here. You know, he just looks like a, actually sounds pretty good. Right? He looks damn, damn near homeless. Look at this. Look at his freaking outfit. Yeah, that, that guy does not look like the guy who's the most sought-after uh, college coach right <laughs> he now. He was wearing it. I was like, is <laughs> that like, a... He looks like an x-ray tech. Is, that, is that a sweatshirt <laughs> with a hoodie with like this, you know... Game of Thrones kilt over it. It's for, well, I don't even know what they're called. So before we, we move on from the Redskins briefly here, because this is basically your Redskins extravaganza to enter the new year. Sorry. But before we move off the Redskins for a second, this ties it in a little bit. One of the biggest advantages of getting Rivera when they did is you're sitting here now with four teams with coaching vacancies, yep. and one of the top you know, veteran NFL coaches is off the board now. So, uh, you know, so our coaching vacancies currently are the Giants, the Browns, the and there's two more. Um, not the Jets. The Jets somehow retained Gase, didn't they? And the Jags retained Maroon. Yes. Oh, God. There's some bad coaches. Um, um, honestly, I, I, well, all I know is the Giants. Me, I'm not sure. I either. think the Giants and the Browns, <clears throat> personnel-wise, where they are uh, with cap room and everything, I thought those were two more attractive jobs than the Redskins, in my opinion. If I was a head coach, I would probably look at Barkley and Jones and the Giants yeah. and, and go, hmm, that's probably a little bit that's more enticing. Cool. People and don't it, want to work in New York. They don't want, New York's tough. And, tough. and Cleveland kind of has the, uh, it, you know, Stigma. It, yeah, it's almost sense. like they built the, the the stadium over like an Indian burial ground and they'll just never be good again, you know. Um, they've got something going on there. Uh, yeah, but I, cursed. I, mean, I, th- I thought Cleveland would be but, the yeah, best opportunity. I thought so I too. Who wants to work with OB, you know. Yeah, I think he's going to be gone. Sounds like he's already telling other teams, you know, take me, take and me. Jimmy Haslam is of the same ilk as Dan Snyder, so you have that problem too. Ah, right? that's true. He's meddling. Yeah, I mean the the worst job is Dallas. Because oh yeah, for the Cowboys. Yeah. G- well, he's, he's, he's not. It's not, not official. Fired, it's going to be though. But that's the worst job because you have to deal with Jerry Jones. He's the guy. And when they when they pay Dak, not if when they pay Dak, they've got no fucking money. Right. You know. I mean, they had all these studs this year, and they were. Seven and eight, or eight and eight, or whatever they were. <laughs> they were seven and eight. The skins were three and fourteen. Between the two of them, they played thirty-two games. I mean, when you beat the skins, it doesn't really matter. 
<laughs> oh, fuck. So, you know, I, who knows how it's going to play out with the skins. I like the start, but it is just that. And with every week, we'll get more and more, you know, info on, you know, how they're going to round out the, uh, you know, the coaching staff and who's going to come back. I'm and, hoping you know. O'Connell gets hired. I'm hoping um, that... You want him Bob, to keep Minuski? You want him to keep him on staff? I'm, I'm hoping O'Connell, you know, stays. You should be on the strength and conditioning staff at <laughs> least. He looks like, like you should anyway. Yeah, he looks like he should be reading, like, Silent Night or something at Christmas time. He's always got those reading glasses on. Looks like an old man. Anyway, I hope they keep O'Connell. And then by training camp, I hope they have seen enough of Haskins and he's trained hard in the offseason and he's been doing that where they say, all right, you're the guy. Yeah. That's I, it. I, I hope so. I think that's what's going to happen. I hope so. Even by the first OTAs. They'll say, we you know we gave Haskins homework. He you know scored 150 out of 100 on his exam, and he's the, he's the guy. Yeah, and he before looks, anything gets started, yeah, and he's got command of everything. He's yep. our guy. Mm-hmm. That would be ideal because now you can that even if he's not great, you at least that's my guy. Yep, and he well, knows again you have guy. identity and direction yeah. at that point, and he he is taking accountability. This is my freaking team. I don't need to look over my shoulder anymore. Right. I'm going to put my extra time in it. Mm-hmm. And in small uh, sample size, Haskins has flourished every time he's given more responsibility. Yeah. So. And let, let's face it, playing quarterback in the NFL, zero guarantees how they're going to turn out, right? Yeah. Because you had guys with pedigree like Jameis Winston, who is just a career blah quarterback. He shows games where you go, oh, my God, 350 and three touches, and then, you know, oh, a buck 75 and five picks. I mean, you know, let, and that's this is like seven, eight years running now. Haskins ended the year with seven picks and seven touchdowns, but let's not forget four of them were in one game where he yes. was just thrown in without any sort of prep yep. right. during yep. the and no game plan yep. for him, and well, he, they and, threw him to the Wolves. And let's J- also, just to be a little bit more, I don't know, positive is the right word, but open-minded about it in terms of maybe they're also thinking – we can't just have Haskins. You know, I, you know, he knows he lost Newton this year. He saw what happened to the Redskins last year when Smith got hurt. You, you've got to have a, a competent no, backup, too. But not, so, not Alex Smith. He's I, not a, first I, of all, he's I, not I, a backup. Really, yeah, no, I don't I think agree. he's going to be ready. I just really don't. Yeah. You know, it, it could still be Keenum, though I doubt it. I think they, have, they probably have somebody else they'll bring in. But, I mean, again, look what happened to them this year. Newton didn't play. Kyle Allen had a couple games and they lost eight. Oh, they, they got to get they got to yeah. get somebody. But I'm but I'm just saying when when Alex Smith said I'm not looking for front office stuff. I'm looking to play and I'm looking to get yeah. ready. I was like, uh oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah, well no, I don't love hearing that. But at the and, same and, you time, know, he, you know, he he he's got a lot of money on the table, so he can't retire. Right, 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 right. Well, like Jeremy said, I mean, physically speaking, I just don't think it's going to be a consideration because he's not even going to be close. Yeah, I just don't think be right. ready. You know, you, you're probably it <clears> might <throat> be the like the guy Shazier. Yes, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming back, I'm right, coming right. back, and no one yeah. wants to say you're not coming back. Well, sure. Hell, you know, you pup him or whatever it is. He doesn't, you know, maybe he is ready to be the backup week eight, but at that point, Haskins is the starter. Well, do you, you, know. do you think that Keenum has shown you enough to be the backup? Uh, I, I'd be I, fine I'm with a Keenum, Keenum guy. I'd be fine with Keenum as a backup. As the backup, so I'd be fine with that, personally. I mean, if O'Connell liked him and he was a good team guy. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'd like it because he basically has no chance in camp. But hey, he's, I, he's I getting paid. Yeah, he's getting paid. It's not like that guy's got a ton of offers. No, yeah. no, that's true. I, I would be, especially if O'Connell is here and Rivera's down. I'd be very happy if Keenum was the backup. I mean, you got to get somebody who who is comfortable with the role and who's not going to you know try to backstab people. 
and sort of understands his role. But you also you need a good guy, but you also need a good quarterback. You do. He's going to play. And, and going to play. And as we're talking here, I do think that O'Connell hire is becoming increasingly more important. To your point, Jerry, because what they're going to roll out as a system is going to determine the personnel that they want to run that system, right? So if they have a system in place and they think that Haskins is the guy to run it and they're going to have him develop within that system, the backup also needs to be able to seamlessly come in. And we laughed when RG3 was told he was going to be the backup in Baltimore. But again, they made a system around Lamar and they got RG3, who's a very similar mold. And look what they did to Pittsburgh in the last game of the year. Who still can't throw. No. But no, but he put up 28 points on Pittsburgh yeah. and beat their number ones. They the, had to win that game to have a chance. Thing, the worst no, thing, quarterback, but <laughs> yeah, the worst thing for Haskins if he, if he has rotating <laughs> offensive coordinators with different systems and he's got to learn different shit. Completely agree. You know, the best thing for him is just give him a system, stability, and he, give he, him stability. And I don't yeah. know if he went to Ron Rivera and said, "I like O'Connell." I mean, for, he tweeted. You know, keep my boy or whatever he tweeted. I can sure. So, I, I, from all accounts, he's close with O'Connell and likes the system. Mm-hmm. So, if that's the case, there better be a damn good reason you're changing well, it. I think. That, yeah. I Not think just because you want your other boy here. I think right. it's more about O'Connell. If because O'Connell was probably somewhat, you know, heir apparent, he could have been a head coach here. Yeah. And now we know that's not going to happen. Not anytime right, soon. You're right. So maybe so he, it, it's more about him and his situation. I think than anything else. That's, figured, that's you, something I didn't think about. No, maybe you bring up a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe they sit down and they have the perfect intentions in mind, and maybe he just goes, "Thanks, but I." Hey, man, coach, you know, I, I'm I'm only going to be here for another year. I'm that's gonna right. Try to get a head coach. That's right. Job and, and you know, if you're as good as they say, and you're going to be here for the next five or six years, I, <laughs> and I only want to stay here if you're going to let me call my plays, right, and not well, dictate to me. Andrew Vera might not want to have a, a lame duck OC. That's true. OC. True. Well, well, we I'm, shall I'm, see. I'm hoping they. Can, I mean, I hope he stays. I can't I like imagine Kevin O'Connell having head coaching opportunities this year. I don't think so either. But again, the NFL loves their young, talented, innovative guys, right? So his name is now out there. Oh, well, I mean, and, next and, year if if Dwayne Haskins progresses and has a good year, he's going to be a hot candidate. Yeah, he might be. He might be. It's just the way it is. It is, and and that's the way the league works, and and that's not a bad thing because as we've seen, you know, these coaching retreads are they're kind of painful sometimes. But and I don't. I mean, is North Turner coming here? He was. He that was, was your Rivera, call, right? Well, he was yeah. Rivera's guy in Carolina. Yeah. But someone said he just wants to flat out retire. Yeah. Well, also, well, and Wilkes was his guy too, and he didn't come along. So I, I well, I think it's because they had Jack. Yeah, Del Rio. Yeah, they had Del Rio. When, when when Del Rio was in Carolina, he was calling the calling the defense. When Wilkes was there, I'm not sure. I, well, I know last year Rivera was calling the defense because the defensive mm. coordinator there he didn't trust gotcha. for whatever reason. So, gotcha. I, I mean, there, you know, he's got his guy. I mean, he wanted Del Rio. I think he could have had Wilkes or Del Rio. Well, Del Rio was just uh, to me. Jer- Jeremy nailed it when we started here. That's almost as important as oh, the yeah, Rivera that's hire. The, that's I mean, the guy. If they could have hired with Jay Gruden, they'd yeah. be much better. Yeah, we we might still be here with Jay Gruden. Who knows? I, words can't express how poor of a job he did this year, and I don't blame him. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not begrudge. I mean, I'm, I'm begrudging him, but he just didn't want to be here. He put no effort into it, and he just yeah, did terrible. I, he didn't care. I don't think he cared. Nope. Mm-hmm. At least not. I mean, not much. Yeah. <laughs> not about the right things. I mean, anyway. they looked awful. The, the fact that games. Bill Callahan, you know, is basically prehistoric with his game plan and came in and made us look like a viable, you know, yeah, started but, practicing. I mean, yeah, but yeah. he beat Miami. And Detroit, 
I'm with you 100. percent It was Carolina who lost eight games. In a row. It was awful, awful <laughs> football. I'm not saying it was anything yeah. better. What I'm saying is that's how low the bar was set with right. when Gruden left. Yeah. I mean, I just even think they looked better in the first week or two than they did any time during the season in terms of actual potential. You know, up on Philly in the first half, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you're right. But then it just uh, then it just fell apart. You know. Well, I mean, you know, but you can't right. coach if you lose the room. And nobody. Yeah. And, uh, one did. final was question. One final that. thought of optimism. For me, <laughs> is it'll be your first one of these. <laughs> one thing Rivera said is, I'm looking forward to having my second stint because coaches who have their second yes. teams generally do well because I I know all my mistakes and I know mm-hmm. you know and that makes a lot of sense. So you do get stale, other than having Tom Brady, who's the greatest quarterback of all time, and you're you know, um, but you know, coaches get stale. They run yeah. their course, sure. And I think the shelf life of a coach is about six seven years. If and then you need somebody else. And that's you get six or seven because you had some success in there. Right. So you've got to be successful to even get that far. But I'm I'm with you hundred percent. You right. know. Um so. you know, these uh lots of young, talented coaches coming up. So these older veteran coaches, four, five, six years is probably their shelf life. So the consensus is please keep Dan Snyder away from personnel decisions. Oh, absolutely. Please, please, please. Just don't let him, him in. The, I sincerely in the hope that Jeremy's interpretation is correct in that he said it just to be nice. Because the owner was in the room. And deferential but the, and showing respect. Deferential, exactly the right word. Deferential is the word, absolutely. I but he's not in agree. the room for the interviews. Nope. But he can hear them. Yep. I mean, you know, I love, I'd love to, you know, if, if everybody's sitting there and everybody's like, well, who you guys think we should draft? And like, Chase Young, Chase Young, Chase Young, Chase Young. Everybody's in agreement and you just do it. That's great. That'd because, be great. And then Dan Snyder in runs in on draft day and throws down Jerry Judy at the last second right. without ha- trading yeah. back for him. See, what happens if <laughs> what happens if if you have five guys in the or six guys in the room, three want to trade back, three want to dra- draft Chase Young, and now you want Dan fucking Snyder to make the call? <laughs> but again, that's my main point: is those guys, those six guys, are in the room. Say we don't care if we disagree a little bit. We're coming up with an answer because we do not want to go to him for an answer. Right. That's, that's my point. Uh, it's four to yeah. two. Well, he's hey, going to yeah. tell. I mean, let's four, not. He's going to tell him what he wants. He, yeah, I mean, he's gonna. You can't. The problem is you just can't stop. Him. He's like, hey, Ron, what are we looking at? Right. You know, Chase Young's from here. He can sell a lot of tickets. You know, we get him and Haskins. They're both local kids. Hmm. It sells a lot of tickets. Local here. boys, Ohio State boys. Add in the McLaurin Ohio State connection. You got the. You know. You got some decent young talent. And yeah, you know. My only fire Rivera. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So, again, it's a start. Right. But thank God that we could have some positive skins talk to end the season. Oh, yeah. And that they moved quickly on the hire. Even if it's a little bit ass backwards, it's not unprecedented with the way the league's going. So, I'm going to hold judgment on the person, the player personnel people until those dominoes fall. Let's see how the draft goes. Let's, and free agency. And let's see what who's in place going into the draft. Does free agency start before the draft or is that after the draft? Before, I believe. Because you got to after the combine before the draft. Right, you yes. got to know who the fuck you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Was it like late February, early March, I think, is when free agency yeah. opens up. I want to say it's right in the middle of the month somewhere. Yeah. And there's a week before where you can start talking, and then you can yep. start right. signing a week yep. later. Because it's when the new league year starts. In March. Which I think, yeah, so like mid-March, end of March, whatever yep. it is. Combine is mid well, to late Feb, and then... Yeah, they have some money to work with. We'll see what they target. They need yep. you gonna, major you gonna, defensive back help. You going to take a week off, head down to the combine this year, I give wish. me your notes? <laughs> they, they need wide receivers. They need tackles. They need complete secondary. Yeah, I mean, they have so many needs. That, that's what I was saying. If well, they can just yeah. load up on a shit ton of picks. But I, if, you can, if you can get a pass rush, 
then that makes your average cornerback look pretty good. Well, because what it does is it takes that base defense and it kind of makes it null and void, like you said, because everything else is packages. And if you can get home to the quarterback, makes your secondary a whole lot more. I wonder you know, if Rivera will want to keep Josh Norman. That was what I was just going to bring so up. He, uh, he, the they, they asked the room, him about yeah. that today. Elephant in the room is Trent Williams. The bull in the room is Josh Norman. So they they could both. You now, we thought no way they were going to be back with Bruce here. I think Trent, I would say it's honestly 50-50. Norman, probably not quite that high. Yeah, because you know why? He can't fucking run. <laughs> that doesn't he help. can't run and cover. Yeah. But he actually might want to play here. He might want to play here for league minimum. He might not care. I doubt that. Or you, close don't go, to you don't go from being that ego to well, if nobody else wants him. I mean, you know, you never know. Oh, somebody will sign him. Somebody, else, somebody will sign him. People will sign him. It's not for a couple million bucks. Oh, well. We shall see. We shall see, man. We shall see. And then next week... We will bring back our variety yeah, of we'll DMV talk sports ta- this topics. This was a one-off. Yeah, it was uh, necessary. But this was, honestly, this is kind of a dud, a dud of a week because the Caps didn't play very often, and when they did, they didn't play very well. I don't like the Caps uh, anymore. I'm, I'm, picking, <laughs> I'm picking a new team. I haven't decided which one yet. Terps basketball only had one game due to the uh, you know holiday break, um, and they're right where we thought they would be. So I think next week we'll, we'll have a lot more info on the Caps going as we get closer to the All-Star game and the midway point. Um, we'll see what the Terps are made of. As and West Virginia beat Ohio State. Yeah. Yes, they did. Huggins, they did. Huggins says, go and, fuck yourself, I think Huggins vomited on the floor afterwards. He was so drunk. But. <laughs> if he goes to Maryland, top fives every year. Yeah, we'd make I the really, grade eight, like really you said. I disagree with that. <laughs> top fives every year. Um, so we'll have, uh, we'll have our, other, uh, five every year. our other local teams to talk about. And next week at this time, we will know who the Ravens' opponent is in their uh, matchup in the uh, in the yeah. AFC semifinals. Is it a bracket or do they reseed? I don't even know what they do anymore. No, they they'll they will they will play the worst. They will play the seed. So, they, correct. Correct. so if 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 Houston or I'm sorry, if Tennessee wins, they'll play the Titans, and then if not, they'll play anybody except for New England. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so if New England wins, then they're they're going to play the the winner of the other game. Right. So next week, Ravens. Terps, Caps, everything will be back in play, everybody. That's correct. And depending on what the Redskins do, we'll probably know, have some more yeah, nuggets there. Who's going to resign in 48 hours? Uh, so thank you for listening to episode 33 of Wings, Beers, and Tears. Please tune in next week. Go ahead and subscribe on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Fo- follow us on Twitter, at Wings, Beers, Tears. And uh, we will check you guys next week. All right. Peace out. Peace.